You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. Well, welcome. Yes, welcome. We're here with the Geek End Update. And it's been it's been another little break. <laughs> yeah. I actually had some some teeth work done and, and uh <laughs> bad was, things happened. <laughs> she was uh not in the mood to be talking over <laughs> any medium. <laughs> Although it would have been really funny to try and, and listen to me talk on here, that's for sure. Yeah. And so true. So yeah, so I'm Wendy. And I'm Scott. We have Randy making us sound good over there. Hello, hello. Due to technical difficulties, we did have to move to another another studio. So we are figuring that out and everything. Um, so as as usual, we like this to be an interactive show. And uh, and so there's there's ways that you can be involved with us. Yep. So uh, first off, uh, for today only, since we're in Studio 4 rather than Studio 3, uh, the call-in number is 248 248- Eight three eight three six six one, and you can also, you know, if you'd rather, you know, if you're shy and don't want to have your voice over the air, uh, you can also email us at uh, thegeekendupdate at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also message us on Facebook or post on our Facebook wall, uh, our pages wall. You know, uh, our page is the Geek End Update, and lastly, you can uh, check out our Twitter and. Tweet us uh, at uh, the Geek End Update with uh, update spelled U P D and the number eight. Sounds good. So that's, that's how you get a hold of us. Yeah. You know, uh, I wouldn't recommend writing a letter because that won't get here fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody still use snail mail other than for like invitations and stuff? And, uh, I love how, like, no answer on that one. No. So <laughs> today's topic is uh, is pretty awesome. So um, I know Scott's been very, very excited about doing this. This yes. was his childhood favorite growing <laughs> up. Uh, he still likes it, um, but it's Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World. And so we're going to be doing... Yeah, tackling the whole thing. Um. <laughs> I myself actually just recently watched the Jurassic Park movies. I watched Jurassic World when it came out in theaters, Jurassic World World 2 um, in theaters as well. Um, I had a f- funny, scary story on that, on the second one. But uh, oh, yeah. for yeah, for those of you who don't know, I don't do horror. You know, I just, I don't do it. I'm very bad at it. Horrible. And, uh, and I had a jump scare moment that, made a lot of people laugh in the theaters with the second one. So if we have time, I will regale that. But um, I I actually just watched the Jurassic Parks just for this episode. I, I had never seen, I'd seen like bits and pieces of a couple of them, but I had never seen it. So it was really funny because as I'm watching it, I'm having all these questions and um, I, I'm, 
I just so today I'm going to be asking those questions and everything because Scott went to try and answer and everything. I'm like, stop it, stop. <laughs> yeah. We're going to save this discussion for today. Yeah, she kicked me out of the room, so this is our <laughs> first time discussing Jurassic Park and, and whatnot together. Yep. So, um, but uh, so it's going to be exciting, and we we wish that uh, that people will join in with us too, and let's see if we can try and and stump Scott with some some trivia on Jurassic Park and world and stuff. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, possible hoping Un- unlikely but <laughs> um well why don't you why don't you tell everyone just a little bit about like kind of what you've um what you grew up watching you know that kind of stuff and and um all the extras that you have and are doing with the jurassic world slash park stuff yeah okay well um I mean, I started, uh, I don't even know, I mean, how old I was, you know, going into Jurassic Park. Uh, but <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, for reference, uh, Jurassic Park originally came out in 1993. So I was three years old then. I don't think I actually came upon Jurassic Park honestly until I was at least five or six, though. Um I didn't write that note better. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm talking about, I mean, obviously um, you watched the movies when you were a kid. Yep. But like you have been doing the the <clears throat> the app, right? The, the oh. game thingy. Yeah. Uh, I recently, you know, uh, I was at first addicted to Pokemon Go, but I have recently discovered a Jurassic World uh, ev- Evolved, I think is the name of it. And uh, I'll double check real quick. I've got my phone in front of me. <laughs> But it's it's an app game that works just like Pokemon Go, except yeah, Jurassic World Alive. That's it, and uh, it works just like Pokemon Go, except you collect dinosaur DNA and produce your own dinosaurs and fight them. So that's been my addiction, uh, and then yeah, I've loved it ever since I was a, a child. And well, so now with <laughs> With the app, though, you, it was the game. You were saying that they actually have backstories. Oh, right. Yeah. right. Yeah, there's actually uh, bits and pieces of information in the game itself that is not made obvious or known in the movies. Uh, like, for one, uh, which was it, Charlie, the, the, the Velociraptor from Jurassic World, is uh, made with uh, DNA from an iguana. So he's... Uh, more green than the other ones. That's the explanation there. And then um, uh, Echo is has more bird DNA in it and is far more um, far more birdish in its in its <laughs> attitudes in the game. Is or not game uh, in the the movies? That's that's how they uh, characterized each of the raptors and their personalities through the movies. It's kind of cool. Extra details there. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, and you did a lot of research for this this episode as well. So. Yes, I've got pages and pages <laughs> that I will try to keep up on here. Um, no, is there anywhere else you specifically wanted to go before I dug in any? <laughs> <laughs> Entrenchment. No, go for it. Let's okay. let's let's get the ball rolling. 
All right. Randy, how, oh, but are you a Jurassic Park fan? I like them. I've seen them all. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, uh, they're good, uh, mostly. Three is kind of garbage, but... Um, I'm kind of upset that they didn't wind up together. The blonde. Oh, Ellie Sattler and, yeah. and Dr. Grant. I'm horrible with names. Yeah. And once again, I just watched this for this. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She said that the paleobotanist and the paleontologist didn't, didn't wind up together. I feel like there was such a buildup in that first movie. Like, you know, <laughs> like she was so proud that he like spent the time with kids and evolved with the kids. And yeah. cause that was the big thing between them. And, he, you know, he, and, and, he, he grew, and then he grew to like kids more and, <laughs> You know, and I mean, and then like the way that they started it off in the third movie too, like he's sitting there chilling with a kid and then all of a sudden like, oh, it's not his kid. Like, really? Plot twist. (laughs) Romantic side of me just kind of went down the hill, right? So. Yeah. But, but yes. Okay. All right. Uh, So I'll, uh. Digging a little bit to the the nitty gritty details here, and when you can just cut me off here and there at different points. Uh, so, uh, general overview of Jurassic Park is it is a series of five movies currently. There is planned a uh, a sixth one of Jurassic World. Um, a sixth one of Jurassic World? Do you mean like well, a, third? a third of Jurassic World? A sixth <laughs> of the Jurassic Park franchise franchise in general. All right, I got to get my knowledge in where I can. Okay, <laughs> specific details there. All right. <laughs> Uh, and they're all based on the uh, the book that was written by Michael Crichton, uh, who is also known for having writ- written uh, writ- wow. that, that I don't know the word anymore. <laughs> wrote uh, Twister and The Great Train Robbery, uh, Sphere, a whole bunch of other Congo was made into a movie. Timeline was a movie. I like Timeline. Yeah, Timeline was. I actually have not fully seen the movie. But I read the book. It's good. I got nothing. Yeah. Anyway, he's uh he's well known for a lot of books that have been turned into movies. Um and then uh the uh the second movie of Jurassic uh Park, you know, The Lost World, was actually based based on Michael Crichton's second book, um but very loosely. <laughs> Uh, sadly, so I I think it would have been better if it followed the second book a little bit more closely. Um, so but, then Jurassic World is not based on on the books; it's just kind of a continuation. So they did their yeah. own thing. So Jurassic World did its own thing. However, one of the reasons that I do really really like Jurassic World is it went back and it did things that were in the original Jurassic Park book that they chose not to do. For reasons of not really having the the special effects and such to really carry carry through with that, such as uh, how how modern all the uh, or like high high technology all the uh, the stuff was in the park. You know, um, they had considerably more rides in the original Jurassic Park book. That never made it into the movie. Okay. Uh, they also had the ter- the um, the aviary dome was in the book, but never made it into the movie. It did on the other 
island, though. Uh, it did in Jurassic Park 3. It showed up, but... Which, yeah, that was never <laughs> supposed to be on Isla Sorna, but it makes sense that it was there anyway. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. All right, and, uh, you know, M- Michael Crichton tends to write his books and stuff with a sort of, like, lesson behind them. And uh, so, you know, the general gist of the Jurassic Park series was, hey, um, uh, you know, uh, where I lost my spot. <laughs> anyway, uh, the gist was, you know, be careful about standing on the shoulders of giants, you know, uh, create, you know, just because you have the science and the capability to create something doesn't mean you necessarily necessarily should. Um, and I feel like the Jurassic World series is sort of helping delve further into that idea. Uh, so really quick, what was your, like, do you favor Jurassic Park or Jurassic World? I think mostly based on nostalgia-wise, I favor Jurassic Park. Um, but, you know, I have to admit that the, the second and third movie were pretty, pretty rough. So when all is said and done with the Jurassic World series might end up, or trilogy might end up being more my favorite but I'm holding my breath because I don't know how to rate the second Jurassic World movie yet. What do you mean? I mean, you've seen it. Yeah, I have. It's just it's it feels like it's so much of a of an intentional tie-in between the first Jurassic World movie and the third one that they're going into that I like need to know where they're going with the third movie <laughs> before I decide if I like the transition. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I have some things to add. Have you? There was so so. It was on Facebook um, about a week and a half ago, and I shared it with with Scott. There was actually a comedian that actually wrote lyrics. To the song, have you have you seen that? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, I I don't remember this guy's name. I'll have to look it up. But it was hilarious because you know you know, um, it he he wrote words to go into the Jurassic Park theme. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, yeah like, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Go for it, babe. Keep going. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So as they're looking it up. Uh, I will go on and move on to specific details related to the first movie, Jurassic Park. Uh, it was released on June 11th, 1993. Um, I guess I should say other overarching cool thing about the Jurassic Park movies is the the date that they are set in is literally the date that they came out, or relatively so. It's always the year that they came out, though. Um. <clears throat> So, you know, in that movie, uh, you know, John Hammond produces uh, a zoo containing dinosaurs. Uh, And I don't need to go over every detail of the movie. So what did I write that's actually useful? I I went a little crazy with my first notes here. I started to refine it as I went. 
So, I mean, a couple of fun facts about the movie. Uh, I, I was I was looking. Uh, the the young girl. Um, shoot, what is her name? I wrote it somewhere in here. Anyway, the the young girl, you know, who uh, ends up, you know, doing all the screaming and stuff in front of, in front of the T Rex uh, when it originally shows up in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was actually cast specifically for that scream. Uh, Steven Spielberg had all the actresses that um, that uh, you know uh, were trying out for the movie. He had them all, you know, do a up, you know, just their best scream for him. No, wait a minute. I thought you said because I know we had talked about it and everything. <clears throat> I thought you had said that it, that that role was supposed to be a boy first, and so all of the kids that tried out, it was this girl. It wasn't just actresses; it was actors as well. Correct? Uh, no, they had actually changed it to it being a girl at that at that point. Okay, and I'll I'll get into that one next. That's the next fun fact. Um, Lex, that's her name, Lex. All right, so, uh. Her role was was based pretty much entirely upon the scream. It was the main uh, reason for the choice. And so Steven Spielberg was listening to the uh, the different screams late at night one one day while at his own house to figure out who was going to cast. And he said that he immediately knew that it was going to be her because her scream was the only scream that woke his wife up and caused her to, to run down the hall to check on the kids. So <laughs> he's like, that's the scream. That's the, that's the one I want. Uh, and then what Wendy was mentioning. Uh, so in the book, Lex is actually uh, the younger kid and she is into sports. She's, she's not into, you know, computer programming and stuff like she is in the movie. You know, she's a younger girl that is all about baseball, particularly. Whereas Tim... Uh, was actually supposed to be an older boy and he was supposed to be the computer nerd slash dinosaur nerd. Uh, he ended up keeping the dinosaur nerd things in the, the movie, but Lex ended up getting the computer nerd stuff. Um, so the reason that they ended up switching those was because the kid that tried out for uh, the role of, of or the, the kid that ended up getting the role of Tim tried out to be um, Jack in the movie Hook. Um, you know, the movie Hook that starred Robin Williams and was also done by Steven Spielberg. Uh, he didn't get the part because uh, something about him didn't fit, but Steven Spielberg promised him a role in an important movie later on. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'm looking for that. and my, Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Extra music in the background today. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So since Steven Spielberg had to carry through in his promise, he uh, switched the roles around and gave the role of Tim to that kid. So hmm. I'd always kind of wondered about that that switch. I just figured it was they did like a demographic check or something. They were like, yeah, you know, it'd make it it'd be better to have the boy be interested in dinosaurs and and uh, have the girl be older. But yeah, so that's why they did that. Uh, da, da, da. Good thing she knows Unix. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
I don't even know that. <laughs> All right. In particular, it's a Silicon Graphics IRIC system, and the vert, the visual file browser, 3D file browser, is called FSN. So that scene was entirely realistic. Yeah, nice. I did not know that fact. All right. Um, so, gosh, I did not. For those of you who don't know, Scott's handwriting is really bad, <laughs> and you know it's really bad when he can't even read his own handwriting. Yeah. Well, also, my, my notes on the first movie were, I was out of control. <laughs> I just writing writing stuff that is like obvious and you know to anyone that's watched the movie. You now, if I decide to do a show for people that had no no knowledge about Jurassic Park whatsoever and had, were totally interested in me walking them through every every plot line and the such, be a different story. Oh. <laughs> that's not me this time. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, other, uh, I'll, I'll go over other notable differences between the the original book and the movie. Um, one one main difference is actually there is a full grown T Rex and a baby T Rex. Baby T Rex. Uh, that is like actually more like teenage years T Rex. Uh in the movie, or it's not, not in the movie, in the book, as compared to the only only being one T-Rex in the movie. Okay, so wait a minute. So what, what type of dinosaur was that in the second movie where they brought the baby back to fix its leg? What do you mean? I'm asking what type of dinosaur that was. That was a T-Rex. Okay, so then that was a baby. Yeah, that was a baby. But not, the baby in the, the first book was not that much of a baby. Okay. It was it was like teenage, so it was like half the size of like the full grown T Rexes, but just as dangerous. And it's actually the one that ended up breaking the fence and ended up attacking a whole bunch of people, uh, you know, Doctor Grant and all them in that uh, in their cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the main reasons that that happened was uh, Michael Crichton actually emphasized really heavily. Uh, in the book, that the dinosaurs really were not out to hunt people. You know, they had no experience with with eating people or harming people at all. So in general, most of the dinosaurs ignored the people, including the big T-Rex, just generally ignored them for a, for a while. But the baby wanted to play with things. And that's what got people killed, was the baby was, you know, playing with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's have fun. Yeah. It wasn't until later when they were actually in the big T-Rex's territory that it became a problem. Um, the other thing was, was, you know, the raptors only ended up being dangerous to people because, you know, it was actually sort of mentioned in the movie. One bad raptor sort of uh, took alpha position and it learned that people were killable and an easy source of food. An easy, <laughs> hmm. 
She. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder why. Yeah. Also notable in, in the book was uh, Muldoon did not, in fact, get killed by a Velociraptor. He lived to the end. Oh. Yeah. He escaped the island with them. But, you know, his, his preferred weapon in the book was a bazooka. He was didn't. He didn't. Bazooka? He didn't waste time. <laughs> he used a rocket launcher. All right. Yeah. He actually was not allowed to have any other weapons. Because uh, the dinosaurs cost billions of dollars per dinosaur. So right. they were like, no, we're not going to have you shoot and, and, and flush, you know, that much money down the drain. And so his one request was that he at least be allowed one weapon. And his choice was a bazooka. Because if you're going to have one weapon to do off every single dinosaur in the park, you know, you're going to need to make it a big one. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> ah. All right. So, oh, I went too far here. There we go. Uh, yeah, so that's about all I've got for the first movie. Uh, so, what was your thoughts on the the first movie? I, I mean, thought, I mean, I like I I liked it. I I wish I liked it more, but I mean, I know dinosaurs aren't really my thing. Yeah, you know, but um, I I mean, I did like it. Um, it was I mean, it was kind of predictable though. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean like like I know that there's there's a lot of predictability in a lot of a lot a lot of movies and everything but I mean it was just it was predicted straight kind of from the beginning you know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um you know I I just I feel like there's like a whole lot of like unanswered questions too. So like I mean obviously the guy who stole the the um, samples. Yeah, the embryos. Ob- you know, obviously he. You know, he's dead. I mean, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts yeah. about that. By the way, in the book, that scene was described far more gruesomely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it was because they wanted it to be somewhat of a. <laughs> they they cut all that. Movie. They cut all that out for the for the sake of it being a re- more family friendly. Yeah, gee, I wonder why. Yeah. Um. So, um, did I miss it or like? Was it explained what like because you just saw like the that that can of embryos just kind of stay there? Yeah, well, it got buried in the mud. Right. So was it ever explained like like did someone find it? Did they ever find out? No, it was destroyed. Okay. Yeah. So. And just FYI, Dilophosaurus doesn't actually spray toxins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. As far as anybody is aware, you know, it's not impossible to know that, but it likely does not. <laughs> so was it engineered to do so? Like it was purposely engineered or was that just no, uh, it was like just it was creative cre- liberties for the movie? Okay. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it sort of enforces the fact that the dinosaurs were, uh, you know, in order to, to um, fill in the holes in the DNA, they were, they used animal DNA with the dinosaurs. So. The Dilophosaurus had some spitting cobra DNA in it. Okay. And that gave it that genetic effect. The Velociraptors had frog DNA, which allowed them to change their genders. Makes sense. 
I mean, I know they kind of alluded to that. Yeah. And everything, you know, nature finds a way. So. Yeah. See, I was paying attention. <laughs> nature was also helped along <laughs> <laughs> by a really stupid mistake. Um, but yeah. So that got destroyed, and actually, that um, that is included in further Jurassic Park information and whatnot with Jurassic World, because Jurassic World used recovered DNA from uh, InGen's supplies, and it's noted in like the website that certain ones never got transferred over because they disappeared. Hmm. Yeah. Overall, I'd say I like the movie, but lots of, you know, I don't know, like, like, you know, and we'll get to it when we get to the second and third movies and stuff. There's just so many, like so many questions, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I want to know how, like, I know I'm jumping into the second movie, but I want to know fine, how they I think we're pretty much going to that right now. I want to know how they were able to achieve that much of a cover up for everything that happened on the island. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll get on that because I've got some notes here on that. So, all right. So following the sort of in between between the first movie and the second movie, uh, InGen actually bribed the families of all the victims of the the incident that happened in the first movie. Uh, <clears throat> and then they also threatened a lawsuit against any of the survivors uh, if they made any info public and went on smear campaigns and stuff for anybody that even tried to mention anything. So they, in general, carried out a pretty good cover-up uh, the dinosaurs were abandoned on Isla Nublar, and they just sort of assumed that the uh, the Lysine contingency was going to kill off all the dinosaurs. And uh, I should, pr- I think I've got notes on that. Uh, so the Lysine contingency was actually mentioned in the first movie, but they didn't really go into it. It's I not- mean, they explained it. Did they? They okay. did. They explained okay. it that you know that if. Um, you know, that they needed lysine added to the, you know, because that was, it was food. actually asked, yeah. you know, um, you know, how do you have this, what happens if something gets out? Well, they depend on us for their survival because they need a lysine rich diet. Yeah. And if they don't, then they, they deteriorate. Then they, then they die. Yeah. And that was the assumption. Well, it turns out the herbivores found another source of lysine in the vegetation. And that was mentioned in the second movie. Yeah. Okay. Was it? It's yes. been such a long time since I've seen them. Oh, see, this is yeah. where I watch it. So, yeah, yeah no, um, uh, the girlfriend mentioned like, hey, I found out how they got around it and everything. Like, And she mentioned a couple of the plants like these are all like rich in lysine and everything. And so the herbivores have been eating it and then the predators have been eating the herbivores. So, yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> uh, so uh, other events. So, um, I'm pretty sure that this part was sort of in the uh, second movie. So, Doctor Malcolm had a televised interview uh, in 1995, uh, in which he uh, he went and sort of dropped the existence of Jurassic Park to the world, uh, but it resulted in an engine uh, smear campaign that uh, made Jurassic. Uh, park out to be a hoax mm-hmm. you know they they went on a giant ho- you know it's like ah oh, that's just a hoax so people just ended up believing haha you know it's like the internet you know some internet thing that went around uh was the internet even a thing back then probably slightly i don't know 
Yeah, because everyone's going to go. (laughs) (laughs) That was a horrible representation, but all of us 90 kids know exactly what I was referring to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So also at about around the same time that Isla Nublar was abandoned, Isla Sorna was also abandoned. And they uh, they released all the dinosaurs uh, that they had caged at Isla Sorna. Uh, some rogue employees didn't want the di- animals to just die in cages. What? Yeah, that, that's why all the dinosaurs and stuff are roaming free on Isla Sorna. I thought it was just a secret thing. Like they were because. Wasn't it mentioned in the movie that Hammond said that that he had that place as like a secret and everything? It wasn't yeah. that they yeah. So it was it was a secret sort of factory ground. It was where they were actually um, breeding the dinosaurs, and I mean the herbivores for the most part were allowed free roam of the, the island, but there was holding pens for for the carnivores. Oh, I don't think that was mentioned. Yeah. I know that they said that they stayed in the center. Yeah, yeah, because the whole island is a, a caldera. Of a volcano. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so <coughs> it's kind of hard for most for any of the dinosaurs to get <coughs> to the shores or anything. Anyway. Uh, do, do, do. Yeah. So, um, actually, don't have a whole lot of, of notes for Jurassic Park two. Other than the results at the end, so the results at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's all I really care about with that movie. Uh, but I suppose I could go into uh, the the difference between the book and the movie, and and my thoughts on that too. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> so the the general starting premise of the movie lines up quite well with the book, you know. Uh, uh, Dr. Hammond wants um, Ian Malcolm, uh, well, sends Sarah Harding to uh, Isla Sorna to go study and research the dinosaurs that have been living there uh, all this time. Um, he also, it's been a while since I read the book too, so um, it's gonna, it's a little rough. <laughs> but, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have done this episode right now i asked you if you were ready <laughs> <laughs> i'm as ready as i was ever gonna be really um so ian you know ian malcolm gets upset at him or whatever and they and they you know he takes what was left of hammond's research party that he was going to send to go rescue sarah uh you know they do the whole. They set up the tree stand thing to to be able to you know document the dinosaurs and watch out and whatnot. But the the thing is, is that the the primary difference is whereas in the the movie it was actually um, what's it Peter Ludlow, uh, John Hammond's nephew, decides to take a bunch of guys that you know. A, a whole team there to collect dinosaurs and take them to San Francisco. Right. Uh, in the book, it was actually the guy that was responsible for uh, the original failure of Jurassic Park, um, uh, Richard Dodson. He hired 
the guy that ended up shutting down the systems and whatnot to steal the embryos. So the guy who originally didn't die in the book? I thought you said he did. Hold on. Wait a, wait no, a no, second. The guy that hired the guy that died. So you know that scene that was in like uh, – it was in Puerto Rico – Oh yeah, we're, yeah, the famous, like, the famous, yeah, we've got, got Dodson, Dodson right here. here. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah so Dod- Dodson is the head of another genetics company that is in Jen's rival, and he was trying to steal the DNA. So in the second book, Dodson is there with a whole team of people to collect dinosaurs to take to his own island because he wants to start a park where he charges billionaires billions of dollars to hunt the dinosaurs. Because okay. he knows that big game, big game hunting people pay big money for. I mean, yeah. So he's there to collect some dinosaurs as well as particularly get eggs that he can take and then clone new new dinosaurs and so on and so forth from that to uh, to run himself a, a hunting park. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he's, you know, he ends up injuring the baby in the in the book and stuff to to lure the the mother and father T Rex into a trap and yeah, things develop from there. Uh, but same general thing. It's just no T Rex ended up in San Francisco. In the books, yeah, in the books. I'm still sad about that dog. I'm sorry. Yeah. In the movie, yeah, the when, dog. Wendy was upset at me. She's like, you didn't warn me. I'm like, I kind of forgot. Jerk. Yeah. You're a jerk. I know. It's one of those movies that turned off a lot of animal people right in that moment. (laughs) You're a jerk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Was there anything else about Jurassic Park 2 that you... Want to talk about? I want to talk about? Yeah. I just... uh, I still don't... Yeah. I still don't get how how it could... How the cover-up was done? Well, no. I mean, mean, you you explained it. I just don't... I don't like that. But no. I'm talking like... They blacklisted one island. And they supposedly blacklisted the other. Yeah. But... People could still get on the one and the other ones all the while they were building the freaking new the Jurassic World. So either the, you know, the government sucks at blacklisting things or there was more of a cover up going on than than was originally said. And at that grand scale, how did that happen? All right. Oh, so for a little bit of context to this, I was telling Wendy. And this sort of delves into the into Jurassic World and the the third movie here, but um, so you know after the whole incident in Isla Nublar, uh, you know, Engine went through a giant cover up. You know, they 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 cover up covered up all the details. Uh, the Costa Rica, uh, yeah, she was it Costa Rica, yeah, Costa Rica. <laughs> Blank from there. Yeah, so the, the the Costa Rican government worked with InGen to hide it because they didn't want the bad tourism, you know, any no, no, anybody knowing about dinosaurs being on some of the, the Costa Rican islands or whatever. So they assisted in the cover-up in that they, uh, they, in general, kept people away from those islands. They didn't allow people to use those islands for anything. You know, InGen technically still owned the, the properties, though. Um. <clears throat> 
So, following that, um, what's it? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so after the the T Rex shows up in San Francisco, everybody becomes suddenly aware that hey, that Jurassic Park thing that was you know blowing around in the wind actually it's not a hoax. It was a real thing. Uh, and that causes the Costa Rican government to go a little bit more heavy-handed on the subject, and they totally quarantine the islands. You know, uh, both Isla Nublar and Isla Sorna are put off-limits, in no-fly zones, except, you know, really high up in the air. Uh, and they kept ships away. Whereas, you know, as the start of the Jurassic Park 2 movie went, a cruise ship went and parked itself right on Isla Sorna, and the little girl got attacked by Compsognathus. And that's the opening of the second movie. Yeah. So, so you know, they didn't do a very good job at enforcing anything until after the T-Rex showed up, and they're like, hey, yeah, actually, we should probably go crazy about this. So that leads into the whole third movie, wherein... Um, <clears throat> So at that point, the islands are totally off limits. The Costa Rican government fully enforces it and whatnot. And so that's why as they're flying in with Dr. Grant in the third movie to the island, they get called up by the Costa Rican authorities or whatever, and they're like, hey, you're flying too low, too close. Right, but nothing happened. They didn't send anyone out. They didn't shoot the plane down. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, they they probably couldn't, you know, didn't really bother to do much actual enforcing as much as they did paperwork enforcing. <laughs> nobody could choose to charter a, a plane out there you know for legal reasons or you'd get sued eventually by the government but I don't think they actually bothered sending anybody because I don't think they've got a very big military or anything to deal with stuff um, but so now at the same time that uh, well Yeah, so at the same time that the whole Jurassic World or Jurassic Park 3 events are going on, uh, the company of Jurassic World, Masrani Global, is actually already in the middle of building Jurassic World on Isla Nublar. Right, and that's what I'm saying. And that's what Wendy's saying. Uh, She's confused about basically they were working with the coast, the, the, Costa Rican government at that point. Then it's not blacklisted. <laughs> it is for everybody else except for them. Ugh, I just ugh, so much, so much holes. There's so much holes in. in you know, the- it, you know, they got the radio call saying, "Hey, you're not supposed to be there." They're like, "Hey, we've got this authorization, you know, number, blah blah blah," and they're like, oh, "Okay, you're good to go." Yeah, but then how could it be like? How could it be kept? So like, the more that people know about it, the more you know, like. I just don't understand how it how it stayed secret for so long. And a lot of money. <laughs> right, but like so that means you have to pay everyone who's like working in the um you know, in in the the not the call center, but the thing that says like, hey, hey, you're flying too close. Yeah. They'd have but to I pay mean, off everyone that, that they, works they would, there. They would just have to tell them a convenient lie. You can't tell me that you're allowing so many ships and planes <laughs> to go to a thing to build a freaking theme park and fix the one that like fix the stuff that's already broken because 
That's a lot of freaking stuff. This is why Disney had to go under several different names when he was buying the place down in, in Florida for Disney World. I mean, but it's totally possible that Masrani did the same thing. So then you'd have a lot of different names going through to be allowed onto the island. So it makes no sense. I mean, they, and he might have gotten government official names, you know, too, like, you know, to make it look like, hey, the Costa Rican government's just doing something to clean up the island. Ah, no, no, because then that would be good PR for the for the government. So <laughs> you're you're like you're you're missing yeah. like the big hole here. Yeah, like, I know. it's it's a very big it, hole, and you're, you're it like, happens. It happens. It know. does not happen. <laughs> it only happens no, in that it, world. It, it only happens in the Jurassic Park series because it was never intended to go that way. <sighs> you know the, the the Jurassic Park movies, as far as I know, like. You know, I'd I'd love to pick the brain of of the writers and stuff for Jurassic Park three, to know if they had in mind the Jurassic World series, if if that was already sort of in the back of their minds at some point or another. But ultimately, I think they just wanted an, a cool new dinosaur that was larger than the T Rex, so they're like Spinosaurus, and they threw off all consistency with everything by throwing in the Spinosaur and a couple other dinosaurs. And I don't think they actually cared to know. Um, but Jurassic World went and said, all right, well, we can come up with an explanation for that. And so they did. Masrani was responsible for creating of the creation of the Spinosaurus because they were doing illegal experimentation on Isla Sorna. Uh, yeah. And, you know, goes down the rabbit hole from there. <laughs> uh, but... That's sort of one of the things I like about Jurassic World in that it, it feels like it tried to patch together the story to make it a, a little bit more of a solid timeline and flow of events from one thing to the next. Okay. And brings purpose to things like why is there a Spinosaurus on Isla Sorna when there never was. See, they have so they have so many freaking explanations for all these other things, and they couldn't explain the biggest hole of them all. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it. I'm I'm still looking for that video of that thing. I'm just saying. I found a video of Jeff Goldblum singing it on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Is this it? Uh, are obviously known for a great many films, uh, one of which is Jurassic Park. And this is very exciting. You have written lyrics to the Jurassic Park theme. Lyrics. Is this true? Well, I, uh, it's, uh, no. Okay. No. I think that's might be it. No, but it wasn't him that did it, it though. It was, it was a British but comedian. I, uh, that's true. Uh, no, I went on, one could go on yeah, the... We'll see how this goes. ...as I did a while ago. And I only um, uh, learned a piece of... There's something more. If you go on, you can go on it right oh, so now. someone else wrote this. Somebody else wrote this. I know not whom, but they wrote something oh, to the tune, okay. which I like, bet you know, because people mostly see that 200 times. Or, right. You, you know. either have never seen it or you see it 200 times. Anybody who has never seen it here, may I ask? Anybody who has never seen it here, may I ask? <laughs> They're muttering. There was one person. Well, but in any case, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but yeah. people, you know, people have seen it. It's say, you know, well. I have my kid sees it. I, you know, I have to see that. I've seen it 200 times. I apologize. Will you? But do you know enough of the lyrics that you will send it for? Sing us for I can sing this snippet, and I'll sing it for you with the band I know. Can I take this microphone? Yeah. 
Take it easy. You, you, you haven't seen it yet. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, if, uh, but now listen to the lyrics because I'm going to teach them to you after if you allow me to. And you and they can learn them. It's only a snippet. It's one okay, phrase. And then we can all sing it together, which okay, might provide great. some enjoyment. That's true. That's true. Uh, that's true. Uh, already? Let me hear that note, Kimberly Thompson. Already? Let me hear that note, Kimberly Thompson. In Jurassic Park. Scary in the dark. I'm so scared no. that yeah, I'll be eaten. I'm still looking. I'm still looking. I'm getting closer, guys. I'm getting closer. Because I remember I remember the host of the show that it was on, and I'm looking it up this way for the show that it was so that I can look it up. I got it. I will totally get it. <laughs> I am determined. I am determined. Because it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, the, the British comedian also wrote lyrics for, like, Jaws and stuff, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> So I'm I'm looking it out. So yes, go for it. Keep keep going. All right. Uh, so we are uh, we 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 sort of delved into a bit of the the Jurassic Park three. So I'm gonna go on to my you know what I've got left of the notes for that. So and going into Jurassic World here with it. Uh, so like I said, uh, it was actually Masrani uh, Corporation. Uh, that's responsible for Jurassic World. That they uh, they created the Spinosaurus on Isla Sorna. They also created uh, Ankylosaurus, Ceratosaurus, uh, Corinthosaurus, uh, and Spinosaurus was the last time I list there, so I messed that up. Um, <clears throat> so they made those on the island and released them as well. Uh, this resulted particularly because the Spinosaurus was incredibly aggressive and very territorial. It threw off the entire very delicate balance of Isla Sorna's ecosystem of dinosaurs uh, and ultimately caused the the death of pretty much every dinosaur on Isla Sorna that was not first rescued by Jurassic World. Um, and supposedly, in Jurassic World, there is a Spinosaurus somewhere. But did, it never shows I, up yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I was like, did we ever see that in the movie? Yeah. No. But yeah, no. <laughs> but it's on the list. It's on the list of, of dinosaurs that is in Jurassic World. So I don't know. Probably not anymore because, you know, explosion on the island. Uh, do, do, do. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll just uh, move on to Jurassic World here with that. Uh, <clears throat> so I, w- one of them first things that I found kind of interesting with uh, the Jurassic World movie was that Henry Wu, uh, who is actually uh, played by the same character, so he's been... Uh, well, at that point, he was the only recurring uh, character from the old series to show up in both both Yeah, uh, at that time. Both trilogies. Yeah, yeah, now Jeff back. Goldblum has, has shown up for a five-minute snippet <laughs> for Fallen Kingdom. Um... But uh, so find it interesting is uh, because in the original Jurassic Park movie and the book and whatnot, Henry Wu was trying his absolute hardest to convince John Hammond to not make the dinosaurs as sort of realistic as they were. He was he was saying, hey, you know, people think that dinosaurs are dumb and slow. We don't need to shatter their minds on this. Make them dumb and slow and safe. <laughs> He's like, we have the genetic capability to do it. 
let's do it. And John Hammond said he he wanted real dinosaurs, and Doctor Who was, Wu was like, "They're not real dinosaurs." Doctor Who, yeah, Doctor Who, <laughs> Doctor Wu was like, "They're not real dinosaurs. They're genetic aberrations." You know, we we did not create actual full-on dinosaurs. You know, with perfect dinosaur DNA, whatever. Anyway, so why not make them safer? Didn't work. People died, screaming, crying, running. Wow. <laughs> so. I just find it funny, though, in Jurassic World, he is totally flipped. Uh, He's, you know, uh, he's been particularly tasked with making the most dangerous, scariest dinosaur that, that, you know, uh, anyone's ever thought of, the Indominus Rex. And he's all like, cool, no no qualms at all has, you know, was shown about it. I don't know if it was just because he's been paid enough money to be happy about it or if he's just so disgruntled at this point at everyone wanting him to make monsters that he's just like, know what? Then I will make you a monster. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm feeling. Like, I think he's just given up at this point and holding any integrity at all. Uh, He's just like, oh, this is what they want from me. I will be the best person at making monsters then. Um, and that sort of is further enforced with the uh, Jurassic World 2, although he shows a bit more concern for <laughs> ethics in that one. Uh, so, um, so uh, in Jurassic World 2, uh, not 2, sorry, in just Jurassic World, uh, we're also introduced to Owen Grady and his Velociraptor pack. Now, uh, each of those, each of the Velociraptors were genetically engineered with different versions of the DNA uh, in an attempt, this was also military, you know, focused as was shown later in the movie, in an attempt to create a Velociraptor that could show empathy and could be controlled. Hence, Blue became sort of the ultimate uh, ideal there. And then that again shows up in Jurassic World 2 far more clearly. Way more clearly. Yeah. Like it makes it very obvious what Blue's point was and what Owen Grady's job actually was, even though he was not necessarily fully aware of his purpose. Right. In the whole grand scheme of things. Um, other fun fact about Jurassic World, uh, the T-Rex in it it's actually the uh the same exact t-rex as was in the first movie that t-rex is now about 30 years old but it was recovered when masrani bought isla nublar and they just recaged it and taught it a few tricks and (laughs) uh same one they never had to recreate another t-rex uh because they brought the T Rex over, right? No, that they they it was still on Isla Nublar. That's not that T Rex wasn't one of the two from Isla Sorna. Oh, okay. Those ones got killed by the Spinosaurus. Both of them. Yeah, the other one was returned, wasn't it? I know That's one of I them. Thought. One of them was killed by the Spinosaurus. I don't think those ones lived long enough, though. 
because their lifespans were considerably shortened due to the prions, which I don't know. I think that was mentioned in Jurassic World, in Jurassic Park 2. Part of the sustaining of the ecosystem was that there was a, a disease much like mad cow disease that shortened the lifespan of dinosaurs. So I think the T-Rex that got killed by the Spinosaurus was actually the baby. Mm, not in the movie. No. The baby in the other one got was San Diego. And then they took it back. Yeah, they took it back, but I think I think the T-Rex that got killed by the Spinosaurus in the third movie was actually the baby grown up. Okay. And the clues to that would be what? None. I just, uh, based on time-wise, I think. Let's see. Uh, Jurassic <laughs> Park 3 was done and was set in 2001. Jurassic Park 2 is 1997. So that's four years difference. I don't know. I guess it could have been any of the two adults. I just, you just it's, I totally it's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a personal theory. Okay. <laughs> personal theory. Yeah, but even theories have to come with from what clues. Yeah. And so your clues is timeline. Yeah, which I mean, four years, the adults probably should have still been alive even with the prions yeah. at that point. Okay, go on. Hey. Yeah, I don't know. Personal headcanon. <laughs> I like to assume that the, the, the two adults were dead and that the, the Spinosaurus just finished off the baby. I don't know. <laughs> right. uh, so, yeah, they uh, they built Jurassic World over over the uh, the remains of the old Jurassic Park as, as was shown in the movie, you know, with a few hints here and there of the old park they specifically chose to avoid including any of the pieces of the old park in it uh though uh reading actually should have wrote down this information um <clears throat> so with the uh the creation of the Jurassic World 2 movie uh mm-hmm. Fallen Kingdom they also simultaneously launched a website called the dinosaur protection um dinosaur protection group yeah dinosaur protection group uh so you, i think it's dinosaurprotectiongroup.com or whatever you can look it up and it's basically acting like Claire Deering's comp- uh group uh nonprofit group to protect the dinosaurs that she set up in the actual movie this website is acting like it's just a a uh, blog and such that was created by her and the other members of the Dinosaur Protection Group. Hmm. And in that site, it goes through and states all this historical information about Jurassic Park, the different evolution of the laws that protect the dinosaurs, and you know how Masrani Global broke those laws and such uh, in its creation of Jurassic World. Um, <clears throat> and it goes over some uh, some of the sort of filling in the gaps and whatnot. So that w- that website helps to to sort of define more of the story canon-wise than what's in the movie and smooth things over. Okay. It's sort of a clever way to do it. Um 
Uh, so what was the other thing I was going to talk about with that? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I was talking about the old park. So it was it was specifically decided by the the, the leadership of Masrani Global to keep the the pieces of the old park out of sight. Uh, for not wanting to bring back any memories of dinosaurs breaking out and eating people from, you know, the guests and media and whatnot. You know, they didn't want to give any reporters something that they could focus on to throw shade at them. Mm. And, you know, they didn't need any help with that, <laughs> clearly. Uh All right, so <laughs> uh, do you have anything else you want to add before? No. no continue on? Okay. I just interrupt you and I feel like it. All right. I'm fine with that because <laughs> you know, what time is it? Uh, we still got I'm, plenty of time. I'm going Go much faster it. than I thought I was going. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, uh, moving on to Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom in that case. Uh, so Claire Deering, uh, she starts her dinosaur protection group, um, because she, she wishes to reenact laws to give, to grant protections to clone dinosaur species, uh, that were living on Isla Nublar, particularly for the reason of, uh, the fact that Mount Sibo, the, the, um, volcano in the center of Isla Nublar was getting ready to erupt. And yeah, it caused death. Hey, 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 uh, yeah. spoilers. Yeah, we'll not go too far with spoilers. I mean, the the previews and stuff told you at least that much. I'm just saying, like, you might want to, like, yeah, like, warn when you're about to. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I you know, I'm not going to go. You know, I'll, I'll, I mean, it's been long enough, so I'll, I'll just say, you know, spoilers at after this point here of Jurassic World 2. Um, we will, I don't have a whole lot of details about it, but I will likely spoil the ending here. <laughs> so well, I have questions regarding the ending, so there will definitely be. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, after this point, you know, viewer or listener beware, you know, spoilers abound ahead. Um, so, uh, All right, so uh, yeah, I mean, general overview of that that movie. So Claire Deering, uh, Owen Grady, and a few others basically get tricked into aiding uh, aiding a plot of the uh, of uh, what's the uh, the aid of uh, the relationships here complicated. So. They, they help out, or they they intend to partner with Benjamin Lockwood, who was John Hammond's old partner when creating InGen. Uh, Lockwood wishes to rescue the dinosaurs from the island. Um, unbeknownst to him, his aide that takes care of all of his legal stuff and and you know all of his business matters and stuff at this point because Lockwood is very old. And is uh, uh, quite sick in general. 
Um, yeah, so his aide is actually intending on collecting the dinosaurs, not giving them a new home, and rather selling them off to the highest bidder on the black market, uh, as well as collecting DNA samples from the dinosaurs. And uh, he hired Dr. Wu to produce uh, potential hybrids uh, to sell even you know higher on the market. <clears throat> So, uh, so all that happens, you know, there's a big, you know, basically attempted murder and stuff of the main heroes of the, of the story on Isla Nublar. Um, all right, the, the aide's name is, uh, Eli Mills. And, you know, his ultimate goal is to, to create and sell off a sort of, uh, military focused hybrid dinosaur the indoraptor and that's the one we saw yeah and and, yeah yeah. and and the you know indoraptor escapes a whole bunch of other dinosaurs are released and such craziness ensues yada yada dinosaurs are ultimately released into the world what do you think is going to happen I really do not know because I think people are going to die. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> possibly. I mean, it looked like the Lockwood Estate is on a very large section of forest. So it seems like it would be a long time. Really? Before. Really? Yeah. Because there was an entire island and the girl got eaten on the freaking shore of it. So. Yeah. By the by, the only dinosaurs that would get to the shore of the compies. <laughs> So, so you want to rethink that 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 thought there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, given those dinosaurs had a lot more time to you know living on the island to get to that point and whatnot, you know, because you'd have to imagine that the second that some dinosaurs started showing up, the military would show up and then start gunning down everything that moved in that forest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you need a bazooka though. Remember? Yeah, yeah, it's true. But they've got tanks, so I don't think they have much problem. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it would also the dinosaurs would also be aided by how large that estate is, though. They'd give it'd give them far more places to hide, and that would make it far harder for the military to to act and go in there. Far less likely to to attempt it. Um. So I don't know. The other issue is is that the dinosaurs can't breed or anything, so it's not like suddenly it's nature a... finds a way. Yes, but nature released only one Velociraptor and one T Rex. <laughs> and by nature I mean the heroes. Nature had no part in that. But you said dinosaurs. Yeah. There were a lot more dinosaurs. Yeah, but there wasn't very many multiples of them. I don't know. And I don't know. It never went into whether or not Masrani Global had the same issues with with their personal clone dinosaurs as Jurassic Park had, or if they learned from the mistakes. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so the Indoraptor's dead. Um, its DNA might be recoverable. I can't remember how it died again. The what? 
Sorry, I'm still looking for this video. I, f- I forget from the movie. How'd the Interruptor die again? I'm pretty sure that was the part that I had. No, wait a minute. The Interruptor. That's the one that they were trying to. Yeah, they're trying to escape from. I don't remember how it died. I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. And I had to you get know, up twice we, from that only, movie. We've seen only seen the movie once and yeah. All that fun stuff. Uh, I wish I could remember, but its DNA might still be recoverable. Probably also the information in the lab on its DNA and whatnot. Uh, blue is also loose, so blue could be recaptured and used to complete the project. So it could go there. Because ultimately, the dinosaurs being released on the public, I don't think is going to be a huge issue in the long run. There's not that many. They can be fairly easily contained. Um, they'll probably be less happy going into a city anyway, so they'd probably stick to the forest regardless. Although the end showed the T Rex crawling at a tight at a, at a lion, so we'll see how that goes. But I think the third movie. I feel like the only route that they really can take is going into the fact that all these dinosaurs have been released and therefore other companies and countries and stuff that might wish to use their genetics for ill ill plans uh, can do so. But I don't know how you make that into a movie <laughs> that still has the same, you know, that still has the Jurassic Park feel. I don't know. So yeah, I'm I'm curious for sure. It'd be cool if uh it'd be nice if they could have you know not only you know they had Jeff Goldblum show up in this in number two. It'd be nice if they could actually bring back Dr. Grant and Ellie Sattler. Uh even if it's for, you know, just a five minute snippet like with um with Ian Malcolm. Uh if, if they could just show up for Little Bits is like, I don't know, being interviewed by reporters on how to deal with the dinosaurs being released or whatnot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, ultimately. I don't know where else it will, will go from here. I really don't. That's why I'm in such a flux as to where, I'm <laughs> where I fall on whether or not Jurassic World's going to be better than Jurassic Park, ultimately. Okay. What's your favorite dinosaur? Dilophosaurus. <laughs> Which one has shows more of the Dilophosaurus? Which one shows more of the Dilophosaurus? Jurassic Park. I don't know. I just... It's the only one that's shown the actual Dilophosaurus. Jurassic World showed a hologram of the Dilophosaurus. I was having a hard time keeping. I, that's what I'm saying. Dinosaurs just kind of aren't my my thing. I know they're more yours. Yeah. So Dilophosaurus is the one that spit venom in the guy's eyes. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I mean, I re- yeah. yeah. Now, also, as a side note, on top of the fact that Dilophosaurus um, does not, in fact, spit venom, the size of, it, Dilop- of the Dilophosaurus was very wrong. It Isn't is it much, smaller? No. No. It's much larger. It's oh. like 10 foot tall. Oh. Yeah. 10, 11 feet tall. I got nothing then. Yeah. It's a nasty piece of work. Now, I find it funny because um, Jurassic Park actually issued out toys and stuff of a properly sized Dilophosaurus at the, at when they released Jurassic Park 3, which really threw me for a loop as a kid. 
because I was really expecting some full-size Dilophosauruses in Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> and I was very disappointed. Um, yeah, ultimately, I, th- I thought that, that it was going to end up being, you know, shown that the Dilophosauruses in that first movie were juvenile and just hadn't grown up to full size yet. Um, and they didn't? Yeah, they ended up, they, they've ended up just sort of waving their hands at it and saying that it was a genetic anomaly in the, the cloning process. You know, ultimately, Dilophosaurus dwarfism. I really want to find this video. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm killing time as best as I can. Uh, oh, I got a kink in my back here. Oh, what else can I talk about? Because I've run out of my random notes here. Oh, um, I guess other other fun fact was uh, they were originally trying to do a lot more with the first Jurassic park movie uh with the animatronics and they they weren't going to deal with the computer graphics and whatnot because they didn't think they could make it look real enough uh but the the guy that was responsible for the the computer graphics in in the movie said hold on let me get make you a demo and he made steven spielberg a demo with the computer graphics of the scene where the t-rex was chasing the the gallimimuses and upon showing it to Steven Spielberg and some other guy um, involved with the the making of the movie, they were both just shocked at how realistic it was. It was made to look, and that's actually where the line uh, "We're extinct" came from. Was one of the one of the guys in that viewing said yeah, that? Yeah, the "We're extinct." Yeah, yeah. And Steven Spielberg's like, "I like that. We're adding that to the movie." It's pretty awesome. Yep. Ooh, random facts like that. Ugh, what's oh? Dang, everybody's messaging me, <laughs> and they're not. Wait, oh, hold on. Let me double check that that, that message is not about this. Well, there's been no one commenting on Facebook Messenger, so no, it was it was Aaron messaging me, and I saw the word series and whatnot, and I'm like, wait, wait maybe it's about something. No, it was about. Uh, well, since we're the geek end up, it's probably worthwhile to note that tonight is the uh, the start of the next Doctor Who series. I know. Well, no, technically it was last night. It's it was just last night? Okay. America has to wait 24 hours to get yeah. it. So. For our American audience, which I'm pretty sure we don't have anybody in in uh, the UK listening to us, but if we do, kudos to you. We love you. Uh, inform us as such. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, tonight in America uh, is the the start of the uh, doc, uh, next series of Doctor Who, starring a. A woman as the doctor. It's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah, from what I saw the previews and stuff, it feels it 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 feels very cool. Um, blinking on her name right now. I usually know it because I I like <laughs> her work, but you know my mind's in a million places at once here. A million places. A million We're talking places. Yeah. about <laughs> Jurassic. You're talking about Jurassic Who? 
gosh. Are you serious right now? Jodie Whittaker. Jody, that's it. Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. So looks cool. I like the uh, the look of her sonic screwdriver so far. There's some questioning on it, but I, I'm good. I'm just glad they got rid of the glasses. I'm just saying. I loved the sonic you sunglasses. Are weird. I want a pair of sunglasses that I can go and press a button on the side and make the sonic screwdriver noise. <laughs> if we're going outside of Jurassic Park, though, I think it's it's something that we should mention that uh, rest in peace, Scott Wilson. Oh, so yeah. yeah, the guy who played Herschel on Walking Dead, yep. he passed away. I know Brandon's heartbroken. Um, and speaking of Brandon, I think we have officially lost him as a as a a regular person now. Like he he might show up here and there with as a guest, but Brandon started a new job and uh, it, it, the scheduling is a little conflicted, which is why I've been trying to man the computer and and talk. Yeah. So, so if anyone would like to become our social media guru, uh, we, we, we have the availability for a paid internship. You pay us $5 and we let you be our social media. <laughs> that is not true. Stop that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, man. <clears throat> so I'm still trying to find that gosh darn freaking <sighs> – Thingamajigger. Oh, hold on. We got Twitter interactions. It's me. Oh, it's you. Just Just liking your tweets. Okay. Just you, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought at least one was you, but since it said two, I wasn't sure. All right. Yeah. It's just you. (laughs) Just. It it actually just just up to three. Oh. <laughs> that hurt a little. A little. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Do I other information do I have randomly here? Do, do, do. Did anybody see Venom? Not no. Yet. I was gonna go Thursday and Friday, and that didn't end up happening. So, yeah, maybe tonight. But yeah. I've heard not good things about it. I've heard a mixture because I heard there was a gigantic scandal in that uh, a whole bunch of Lady Gaga fans were uh, were producing fake critical reviews of it uh, in order to help out the Lady Gaga movie that is coming out side by side with it. But stupid, <laughs> right? So uh, I think my brother went, and from what I saw of him. Of his posts, it looked like he enjoyed it, and me and him have pretty similar tastes and stuff, so I think I I should at least enjoy it. Um, Other than that, I saw, like, one article posted on it that is, you know, that it's... I didn't read too in-depth because I didn't want too many spoilers or anything, but the the gist of the article was that as long as you take it as, like, just a fun action movie, it's okay. (laughs) So... I don't know. Uh, we'd have to f- find somebody to watch our kid, I think. And he's not, yeah. So it's the weather; it's gotten him down too. Yeah, it's it's a lot harder for us to 
to get him sitters just because we have to watch out for his health. A little bit more hardcore with all this changing of seasons and whatnot. Cystic fibrosis sucks, I'm just saying. Yeah. So I still cannot find this freaking video and I'm very I'm, upset right now, guys. I'm surprised. I have I tried I have I have even gone hard. like full on I have even tried going like full on non PC in my search, man. Ugh. Huh. What comedian did you or what show was it on that you thought? Oh, uh um have I got a story for you? Or have I got news for you? Sorry, have I got news for you? It's the guy who was presenting it was was uh Jimmy Carr. And so I know that he hosted that show, so I was trying to find that and everything. And I'm just I'm looking and I'm looking and so pardon my non PCness, but he was, you know, he was a British Indian comedian. And so I'm like looking up that and everything and I can't like ah, nothing's showing up. And a lot of people have written lyrics for Jaws and all this kind of stuff. And it's apparently uh, Chris Pratt has added hilarious lyrics to the Jurassic Park scene. Yeah. Weird Al Yankovic has a Jurassic Park song. So I will have to I will have to find it and then share it on our Facebook. And because mm. I am I am determined. But it was, you know, it's uh, I'm trying to remember. Was, oh, oh, Jurassic Park. It's a massive park. What could possibly go wrong? Like he was. Would you find it? Maybe. It's labeled Jesus It's a Dinosaur. Then no. No. Or maybe. No. No, that's not it. Uh, I decided not to play that one because the third word is a, the F-bomb and we don't want that explicit tag on iTunes, do we? Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, that's not. No. Um. And no, there were there were no cuss words in this one. It was It was insanely, like... Family friendly and awesome, and yeah, so like I, I I can say it started off with you know it, it did the whole thing and it said the it was it's like look what is it, it, well he's telling the song as though it was a dialogue between two guys talking to each other so he's like look what is that and then he stopped for a second he's like no there's two guys talking to each other and the other guy's hard of hearing so he repeats right. <laughs> What is what? <laughs> what is that? Uh, and like, I think it's a dinosaur. <laughs> it was funny. A dinosaur. Yes, it's. I think it's a dinosaur. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. It's. It's gonna be. It's gonna be my thing. I am going it's, to find this. It's Wendy's homework. Or possibly schoolwork if she can happen to find it before we finish today, which we have uh, half hour. about a half hour left of the show. And I ran out of stuff because anyway, we haven't really done that many two-hour shows yet, so I haven't worked out pacing. Plus, I, I feel like you're used to just kind of following instead of leading. Yeah, I'm not very good at the leading <laughs> thing either. <clears throat> yeah, so I figured take, taking my shot at it with something I knew a bit about. Uh so, I know. So what we'll do is we'll call up my brother and force him to be on the line. <laughs> <laughs> if he answers. Hey, what did you think of Venom? Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just texted me. So, he has his phone next to him. Well, how about, all right, how about this? 
<laughs> I can think of one off the top of my head, and I'm not so other than like the musical themes. What were some repeating themes in the movies? Mm. Repeating themes in the movies. I mean, people getting eaten by dinosaurs. I yeah. mean, there is one right there. Yeah, yeah. That, one. <laughs> <laughs> that one is really what the movies are made for. You know, uh, you know the the book was, might have been made to get a, you know get a point off of about you know people overstepping boundaries and they shouldn't cross nature and yada yada. Um, but yeah, ultimately eating dinosaurs, dinosaurs eating people is what the movies are about. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, other general theme is the theme of the book, you know, um, oh, don't, uh, don't, don't stand on the shoulders of giants, you know. Make sure you know what you're okay, doing. Okay, let me let me let me put let me let me put it this way. Here we go. Yeah. Um the water ripples when the T Rex is coming. Oh yeah. So the things that yeah, so like the the that alerts people. Uh raptors being able to open doors often shows up. Okay, but no, I mean like so Yeah, I guess I mean yeah. But I'm thinking like ones that like no matter what it is, no matter what the dinosaur is, yeah, I'm just, there's I'm a just, specific. I'm buying time by thinking of other. <laughs> well, I think. Um, With Goldblum, it's his leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, gosh, is there any other general recurring things though? Like I think even the ripples type thing sort of made it with the the spinosaurus, but I don't think it was water ripples. I think it was a it was a bobblehead or something was on the plane dashboard. So I mixed it up a little bit there. Um, I really can't think of anything else. I'm sure there is things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I was trying to come up with a really good, really good question. Yeah, no, it was a good one. It was a good one. I just really cannot think of any like that. What? I think you've hit your quota, huh? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I've hit a wall. You've hit a wall. Well, or I a mean, Spinosaurus and had my plane flung across the island. But <laughs> oh, you know, the, I, I suppose there is something else I could talk about, um, to some degree. I mean, there's there was uh, so there was Jurassic Park video games, you know, multiples made or whatnot. But there's only a few that I'd want to touch on. One is the newest one. If anyone wants to get me a present, buy me that. <laughs> I I forget what what the game is called, but it's the newest. Wow, you're yeah. asking for a gift and you don't even know what it's called. Yeah. Well, you know, because I saw it, saw it existed, saw how awesome it looked, and walked away because my computer is not working right now. And even if it was working, I don't think it could handle this game. Well, so why are you asking people to buy it for you? <laughs> I'm so uh, done with you Simultaneously, right if anyone wants to buy me a new computer. Wow. <laughs> and we're done. We uh, are done. <laughs> well, anyway. So there's that game. Uh, that one looks re really cool. I mean, what I've seen of it so far, it was 
information before it was even released is it actually uh, uses all seven of the um, uh, what are the 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 uh, shoot the what are, so God this this would have been a good piece of trivia information that I should have known uh, the Isles de Muertes the the islands of death I think. Oh, the seven deaths, the Isle yeah, the of seven, seven deaths. deaths. There five, you go. Five. Five deaths. Five just deaths. kidding. Yeah, hey, just deaths. kidding. Hey, I was the, close, though. The, the islands were named after, I think, were, were specifically uh, named after, like, the trials of Hercules, I think, was the, the thing. It was the five deaths of the islands. So the this new game actually <clears throat> allows you to play across the different five islands. Each of the islands was uh, is supposedly owned by InGen. So each one has some different goal or whatever to the island that you're supposed to achieve in the story mode. And then there's just general free play. And the whole point of the game is that you're making your own Jurassic Park or Jurassic World and so on and so forth. Um, so that looks really cool. The graphics are great on it and it looks like it's got a pretty cool general system to doing, you know, running a, your own dinosaur park and whatnot. Uh, and previously a game like it that was made was, uh, for made for PlayStation two. And I think a few other consoles, but I only got it for PlayStation two. It was called uh, Jurassic park operation Genesis. And in that you got to make your own Jurassic park and whatnot. And if you, uh, won the storyline at least far enough, you unlocked a, um, a lost world mode wherein you had a, a blank island that had no visitors whatsoever and you just got to, to place the dinosaurs to roam freely, which was mildly entertaining for about an hour and then was like, yeah, there's nothing really going on here. Because <clears throat> it still had the same limits as the, the, the other, the rest of the game. You know, it only allowed you to have like four species of dinosaurs on your island and that was kind of lame. Hmm. And then there was a a big flaw of the game, and well, it might have been intentional or something. But the Velociraptors were simply never manageable. Hmm. Eventually, at one point, one would go crazy and kill all the other Velociraptors, and then fall into a coma and die itself. So that was fun. Uh, but a better game that is more interesting to talk about is uh, there was a I think it was Telltale Games actually that made this one. And they made it for Xbox 360 and a few other games. But it's done through the, the sort of Telltale type play style. R.A.P. Telltale. Was it? They're, oh, yeah, yeah. Cause they're, they're gone. They're gone now. Yep. <clears throat> kind of a shame. I, I really enjoyed the Jurassic Park game if that was in fact made by them. Uh, but yeah, so it so it tells a story. And as you go along in the story, you've got to press buttons and make choices and... It uh it progresses the story along, and the story of that game was really cool because it actually focused on the the incident of the first movie, but it focused on it from another side of the park. You know, there were other employees working there, and uh, other you know people involved in trying to steal steal stuff from the park. Um, and it really sort of added to the story because you you eventually meet some other uh some other the workers and whatnot 
uh, there and they've got their own ideas on the dinosaurs and you meet other dinosaurs that were never shown the the trudons are nightmarish in the game they're literally really dark-skinned dinosaurs and their eyes are like little led lights that just sort of glow in the dark as they they stare at you from the darkness and they they have a venom that causes you to become delusional But uh, yeah, that was a a cool game just because you know it the 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 whole first movie focuses on the main characters and stuff, but then the game helps helps point out that hey, there were other people on the island and they all had their own fun stories as the you know getting killed or trying to escape the island because you know Hammond's like here we've loaded everyone up on this helicopter let's leave. Don't you have employees? No. No, we don't need those. <laughs> You've been playing the Lego one too on Yeah, I've been playing the the Lego Jurassic World game which you know includes Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic Park 3. Um and that one is fun. You know, if you like the the series, it's worth worth playing cuz you get to uh as you unlock dinosaurs, you actually get to mix and match body parts. So, you know, I've got a T-Rex with a Dilophosaurus head and a Stegosaurus tail. I kind of think you've hit your... Yeah, I, I I think I've scraped that, that barrel as good as I could here. Uh, other fun fact, the, the one dinosaur that scared me the most, though, You'll never guess which dinosaur has given me the most nightmares over every dinosaur in every movie of Jurassic Park. I would never guess. Yeah, you'll never guess. Okay, uh, then I, I the <laughs> Comptes. Dang it, she guessed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah, that scene from Jurassic Park 2 where the the guy was trying to escape from them and then fell behind the log and the compies just jumped on him and, yeah, gave me lots I want to know why they left him alone. At first I thought it was going to be like a Komodo dragon type thing where it's like, all right, we bit him. He's got the saliva and now we just got to follow him and eat it later. Yeah. I don't know. I think that we can close it off right now because... Yeah, yeah, I think think we've reached a good point. (laughs) And next week, no, or not next week, but next time, we'll have a, a, a topic that, that he won't have to, to lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll find something that fits both of us a bit more. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so there we go. So, I'm Wendy. And I'm Scott. Got Randy. Making it sound good, even though there was absolutely no way we could sound good today. <laughs> <laughs> Our next episode will be um, in two weeks because we are doing the first and the third Sunday. So that's October 21st. Of course, um, all of our stuff is is uploaded um, on the SoundCloud and stuff after the fact, usually around Wednesday or Thursday that, you know, of that week. Um, so you can listen to us then when you're listening and you want to tell Scott how good or bad of a job he did. Um, <laughs> or, or, you know, you want to ask the question or... Or tell me I was wrong about something or, you know, 
further help help support my theory that that T-Rex in Jurassic Park 3 is the baby, you know, drop oh. us a line. <laughs> yeah. And how, how can they do that again? All right. So they can do that uh, by not calling that number because they will get some other random show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's only when we're live anyway. But. Yeah, yeah. It, that number only works when we're, when we're live. Otherwise, you'll call whatever other show is currently in the station. Uh, but So if you want to contact us anytime other than the show, uh, you can email us at thegeekendupdate at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, our, you know, the Geek and Update page. You know, we accept posts on the page. You can comment on any of our posts. I recently put a poll that some other, you know, there's, there's two votes. One of them's me. I don't know what the other, who the other vote is. I can't figure out how to read it. Uh, probably has to, probably has to wait until the poll's over before it'll tell me or something. Um, and, you know, we also take messages and stuff on that and we're pretty quick to respond to those. Um, other, you know, and the last thing is, is I, we do have a Twitter. I don't personally f- follow it very heavily, but I do get all the notifications. And so I do respond to that. Uh, so our Twitter handle is, uh, uh, it's the geek end up there, right? Yes. And, okay. <laughs> make, I couldn't remember if the, if the, if the Twitter one we had to drop the, 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 or not. All right. So it's the geek end update. With update spelled U-P-D and the number eight. All right. You know, that said, I'm going to go hit my head against the table. <laughs> <laughs> we will be more put together next time. Yeah. Um, I can't but, be allowed to lead things. Yeah. So uh, shoot us messages, all this kind of stuff, you know, and we do respond. Um, Give us and, ideas for other shows. Yeah, for sure. We'd like encouragement on that. Yeah. I know we've got listeners because I've seen how many listens we have on SoundCloud and stuff. So I know we have listeners. We just, uh, we'd love it if our listeners actually, um, you know, sent us a message or something, even if it's just telling us that we sucked. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And with that, we will close it off and we'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs>